When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Jason and Derek here. Derek, today we're going to This is our final one. The final one. Happy, yeah. happy New Year. Happy New Year to you to as you well. your family. Uh, we're going to talk about the biggest people of 2022. Let's uh, do it. The five stars who changed the celebrity landscape. Um, the mere mention of their name is a blinding beacon of light. That's how I think of these celebrities. These, these are not necessarily story-driven. They're the names that, when you mention them, carry a story. And by the way... Does that make sense? The story does. can be weak. It's the name that leads. It, it does. And not only that, you could name just by first name all five of these people, and nobody would have any doubt who you're talking to. I think you're pretty right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's start out. So, so you and I, we've talked about this list. We agree on five and four, although I think there's some... We, we left off Will Smith, for example. Yes. Could, could have been on the list, but... Five and four, we agree on. Three, two, and one, I think you and I disagree on. The order in which they're they're put. So, so number, right. number five, Rihanna. Talk about what Rihanna's year was like. So what a year. So Rihanna has, in the past few years, been kind of quiet. You know, she's been dealing with uh, her personal life, not in a bad way, but sort of she got into a relationship with ASAP Rocky. She, was, she got pregnant and had a child, and she was quiet, not on the music scene. Well, all that stuff came to fruition this year. So this is why she had a huge year. She had a child, her first baby with ASAP Rocky, an adorable kid. Yeah. And she's back. She's back. And the way she came back was in the biggest fashion possible. She is going to headline the Super Bowl. And she had the song in the one of the biggest movies of the year, Black Panther. Yeah. So Rihanna's back. We don't know if there's an album coming. I put her in the five spot because I wouldn't say it's a soft relaunch of Rihanna, but people are really waiting on a full album. She's one of the biggest Billboard stars so, in history. So, so if you go back 10 years ago, she's she's right up there with Beyonce and Taylor Swift. And it, it, if you take their popularity now, she was the Gunning biggest, for Mariah Carey's she, records. She was, she was the biggest yeah. star in the world for, for, for a while, biggest musician in the world for a long time. And then she did. She disappeared. It, but by all accounts, really did a good job disappearing. Wanted yes. to get out of the limelight, had her Fenty brand, which hugely popular, making tens of millions, millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. She got quieter, but much richer. That she was what quieter, was interesting, because richer. musically she wasn't making as much money, but her Fenty brand, it puts her in billionaire status. It, right, exactly. Yeah. And, and so she's doing this without having to deal with being in the limelight all the time. You'd see her Giorgio Baldi once in a while. She dated the Toyota... The, the heir to a, a, a some sort of... A dealership. Scion of a dealership, of yes. Saudi, Saudi... Very, very uh, wealthy yeah, very guy. Wealthy but guy. didn't need it, so, you know. Didn't need the money. She was just happy. Just we would get pictures of her, like in you know, on ocean sides and places, you know, beautiful tropical locations. That's what we knew from Rihanna. All of a sudden, Rihanna's back. Yep. We have new music coming out. We have the Super Bowl appearance. We're all expecting an album drop. Yes, it's it's a big deal for Rihanna. I also think it's kind of interesting because, as as we said, Fenty brand is big enough that Rihanna didn't have to come back. But the pull of celebrity is so strong. You know, I'm not I'm not this is not to call her thirsty, but the desire to be famous and what that sort of does for a person is there. It just yeah. drags you back in. She doesn't need to headline the Super Bowl. She's got more money, yeah. generational type money, but no, she's No, it back. causes some people to get the into adoration. music. Yeah. It, the, the quest for fame causes some people to get into music or movies or do podcasts five days a week. You know, there's all sorts of things that the quest for... for... <laughs> 
Same can do. Our, our names and Rihanna's in the same sentence. I don't think you would ever see it. All right, let's move to the number four spot. And so Rihanna, sort of a, a cheerful reemergence. Uh, the next just guy. Just by on the first list, names. Yes. This is just Johnny. Just Johnny. So just Johnny. And I'm not sure that just Johnny would have resonated prior to 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, he, you know, Johnny gets into the craziest uh, legal battle of, I think, the last 20 years, maybe the most notorious, the m- most pop culture legal battle with Amber Heard. Hard to have a one name Johnny breakthrough as it your re- one name. It it's really the is. most common name on earth, potentially. Right. So he obviously has this enormous, consequential, and uh, watched trial. Uh, with Amber Heard, where they decided it's a cross defamation lawsuit. They're both suing each other for mm-hmm. defamation. Um, during the trial, I think the way things started out, if we remember back, is that everybody ha- thought Amber Heard was the wrong party. He had actually lost a very similar trial on the same issues in the UK. Uh, he was very strange. Yes. He was less well known, far less well known, and had was only known as the beauty from Aquaman. And uh, so we went into this thing thinking, as we tend to do, and I think rightfully so, that women who claim abuse are most often telling the truth, almost always. And so I think we felt going in that Johnny Depp was going to be found liable, number one, and number two was a bad dude. Yeah. As the testimony started coming up, not everybody changed their minds, but lots and lots of people. And I think if the comments that we got to our podcast and on our website are any indication— Really, very few people were pro Amber by the end. They Look, were all pro Johnny. I, I remain, uh, you know, I, I believe much of Amber Heard's testimony. So I was on the wrong side of this, but I, I was wrong, frankly. I mean, the tide has turned. He has really sort of reintroduced himself into mainstream celebrity culture in the wake of this after winning this trial. Here's my big takeaway uh, from from this. I have, I have, I have sort of one major takeaway. It is fascinating that he went through with it. Uh, as lawyers, we see defamation threats all the time. You see letters that are sent, but they never seem to be something that will you'll follow through with for one big reason. It's messy. It's as messy as can be to sort of have witnesses talk about the veracity of statements because it brings up all the nasty stuff that you want to just sort of put it's behind also, you. It's also in, the news in our system, in our legal system, it's very, very, very hard to prove defamation, especially against a famous person. I, I read yes. something once. It was uh, said. You can count on one hand the number of celebrities who are found liable for defamation. Yes. Because in our system, our First Amendment, you know, based on the First Amendment, the Supreme Court has said that if you say a celebrity in order to prove a case of defamation against them, much so not just the person said something that was false, not even they should have known better, but they, but they it had with it malice. with malice. They yes. knew it was false when they said it, and they said it with the intent to harm you. Yes. And it's an incredibly high legal standard. In this case, the jury found that he had proven not only that she said something that was defamatory, which you and I don't necessarily agree with, yep. uh, ultimately, but that it, she did it on purpose, knowing it was false, with the intent to hurt him, with malice, and she and they found liable, her yeah, liable. Yeah, and look, it, this was a fascinating case because it ushered in. I wouldn't say the end of the Me Too era, but sort of a changed par- a paradigm that changed in the I, Me Too era. I, I, where it's a really good point. Do, do you know really what I mean? So, yeah. so before this point, it was as you said. You know, victims were telling their stories, and you were presumptively to believe them. He played this all out, and he said, "You know what? Not everyone is telling the truth. Uh, I was in a relationship, and she maligned my character during this movement, and I'm standing up for it." And he won. And that was fascinating. This could have been a it felt like a referendum on that movement as much as an individual trial about Johnny and Amber. It's a a great point. 
All right, now we're gonna get into the debate. So, so producer Wild put this list together, which is you know we're gonna we'll we'll take him out back later because this is just not not accurate here. So number three, he has Taylor Swift on this list. Uh, yeah, and, and the you reason think I, too low, huh? I think it's too low. I think okay. she, I honestly think she is the biggest celebrity of the year. What she has done. You used the, her last name though. You didn't just say Taylor. No, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor. What she what she has done. The records that she has set. I mean. It, it's really remarkable. She has surpassed, and I'm not talking about anything except sales. Yes. Her concerts. She has surpassed Beyonce, per, per, uh, surpassed Adele, sur, surpassed whoever else might be in that in that if, league. If you're a Billboard geek, she's like dominating so many lists, you're just, your mouth is a gate. If you're has, someone like Eric Colley, right. you're just in right. stunned. She has surpassed yeah. Drake. She ha- What she has done this year. Ten, the top Ten hits. Never been done. Taylor she, Swift does So it. if you look at the Billboard Top 10, every single one was a Taylor Swift song at the same time. It's never been done before. Um, she has set every record. She took down Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. Her sales were so robust. Uh, people desperately wanted her sales so much. The secondary market of her tickets or her concerts were selling for 10 times face value. Yes. 20 times face value. She crashed Ticketmaster. She crashed Ticketmaster. <laughs> um, and, and so, you know... Ticketmaster said historically unprecedented demand. So say whatever you want about Taylor Swift. There's a lot of haters out there. There's a lot of Swifties as well. A lot of haters out there. It is you can. There's no way to challenge the statement that for a moment in time she is the most popular artist that has ever been. Uh, look, I'm going to make my counterpoint because if this were a list of who is the most successful, she would have a have a real shot at the number one spot, and it'd be hard to argue against her given well, her Billboard achievements list, and her sales. This is just the list of the biggest years and look midnight's is huge her tour crashed Ticketmaster. i will acknowledge all of these things but the fact of the matter is taylor swift herself as a name has been more relevant in the past than she is this year in my opinion when, when taylor swift was the zeitgeist was during the era of blank space uh 1989 those albums i think will have a sort of historical legacy much more than Midnight's. Midnight's Mid- is a, the one that outsold them three to one. Yeah, the, it just feels like those aren't what you will uh, remember Taylor Swift for. In, in her, in her, we always do this game. When you write the obituary of Taylor Swift, will you mention Midnight's, or what will be the first song you mention in in her sort of the 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 first line of her obituary? Well, no, that's morbid. I, I, but I, I, well, I don't think you'd say I, I think, Midnight's. No, you wouldn't. They, they would be uh, players going to play. You play, would play, say, yeah, shake it off. That's right. right. Shake that, it off. But is that's her because song. it's first. That's when the one she broke in the main. I know she had for all the Swifties. I know she had huge hits before <laughs> that. Yes. that. We don't need to bring one, in Mel. That was the one that made her an enormous mainstream star who everybody in the world had heard of her. I get that. Yes. But that's because that that's the reason that we'd say that because it was the one that broke her through. Yes. But this album sold more than any of those albums. It did. And, and, and granted, some of that was capitalizing on the past name recognition she had developed over the years and and therefore, but I just, I just think that coming off of Evermore, which was also an enormous album, all sorts of Grammys, for her to come up with this with this al- album, uh, I, I your, just, your 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 point is the proof's in the pudding. I mean, the numbers back her up. I she, also think she's just she's so influential at this point. She's the most influential artist that there is right now. She is the person that everybody wants to be around and be with and associate themselves with. I just think it's hard to say that when you when you say you're the biggest selling album, the biggest selling album, the biggest selling artist of all time. It's hard to say that that person's not the biggest person of the year. That's fair enough. I want to contextualize really quickly, yeah. though, her Billboard records. I mean, right before sure. this, you know, a couple years before this, I think, maybe within two years, 
Drake has nine of the top ten songs. Yeah. So the the records are sort of different. I don't want to minimize them at all, no. but streaming has changed the game. I don't think she's as big as the Beatles who held I think, no. the top she, five she's spots. Not, and by, it's a good point. Artists today, there's so much democratization of popularity and celebrity. Artists today can never be as big as they were once upon a time. Right? Yeah. We don't and, have monoculture in the same right. way that we once but had. But because the way the music industry worked, an artist would release one song at a time, you never would have ten in a row. So she's only, in that, in that respect, that yep. one respect, we're only comparing her against modern artists. The Beatles were ten times bigger than Taylor Swift at right. the height of her popularity. That's the, right. The, the, the fandom was was insane. But that said, you play in the era you play. You play in the era. You, you know, play. I exactly. you know, I don't know if Babe Ruth is better than Aaron Judge, but you play in the era you play. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, so numbers two and one, both heels. Both heels. Uh, so that's why I think, you know, we have our last feel-good story with Taylor Swift. Are you, you know, I guess your yeah, mileage may vary on Taylor Swift. But I think the last two are uh, indisputably heels. Uh, in the number two spot, I'm putting Kanye West. Okay. And I'll tell you why I put Kanye West. Obviously, a gigantic year of going off the rails. I mean, he, ha- he finalizes his divorce from Kim. Uh, and things just really, really take a turn for the worse. I don't think anyone would really defend what happened. He has been on an anti-Semitic tirade. He wore a White Lives Matter shirt at a fashion show. Um, He'd been on with Alex Jones and sort of doubled down on Go all Hitler. of these very strange series. He lost his deals with uh, Adidas yeah. and Balenciaga. I mean, he and is gap. a shattered yeah. shell of his former self, and it all seems due to you know, whatever your thoughts, he's going through something. I don't want to get into a debate about mental illness, but to leave Kanye West off the list uh, would or, or not put him in the top two spot would just be sort of ignoring the reality of his name driving so many stories yeah, throughout it's, the year. It, it's, hard, it's hard to ignore how influential he has been in terms of driving the narrative of the year. That's undoubtedly true. Um, it, it's not just it's not just his anti-Semitism that then gave rise to Kyrie Irving. It gave rise to an entire debate around anti-Semitism about yes. Jews in Hollywood. That old trope resurfacing. Um, it, it, he, it, not, an extended downfall like this. Have we seen one of a Kanye magnitude where it's not just a fall from grace? It's a it's a played out. It's a played out fall from grace. grace. By the yeah. way, he's still falling as the year ends. Yeah, <laughs> you know he's gone from a, a fortune of well over a billion, estimated well over a billion dollars, to one that's less than half a billion dollars, which obviously still. Massive amounts of money. Massive amounts of money he could spend the rest of his life. Uh, He never spent the rest of his life, but he's a lot less rich than he once upon a time was. He's a lot less popular. There are serious efforts to boycott him. We we we've talked about that. I don't think anybody ever truly gets boycotted. I don't even think R. Kelly is truly boycotted. But um, but nevertheless, he he's come he's fallen from from uh, great heights. I want to make a prediction yeah. next year and in, in subsequent years. I don't I don't want to say never, but let's talk about next year. Will Kanye West be a relevant topic of discussion or has he really uh, situated himself in the margins of relevance now? Uh, like, yeah, unless he comes back question. and has this sort of mea culpa, if he stays on this path, will Kanye be a topic in yeah, the same way? Yeah, I, I'd have to say yes. I, I, look. Just because it's an unfair comparison to R. Kelly, but R. Kelly hasn't produced great music in 20 years. Yeah, Kanye West, by all accounts, is a musical genius that that don't that of the like that doesn't come along very often. Yeah, 
And if he continues to create great music, there is a there's an audience for that music. And he's got to shut up and not make everything about himself, which yes. which is big. But I think he'll do that. He's getting older and he gets tired, but he suffers under the, under some severe mental illnesses. Uh, but but I do think it's very possible that he's still back in a relevant and not necessarily a negative topic of conversation. That's a great point. I mean, artists like him are an album away from reemerging as yeah. the Kanye West of old. I don't think he's at a point where we can forget what happened. And that'll never happen. That'll never happen. Yeah. It'll always be part of his yeah. uh, sort of legacy now. But I remember what he did in this newsroom. And yeah. he moved on from that. It, it, it yeah. was certainly one of the biggest topics. We sort of see him in a different way ever since that moment in our newsroom. Uh, but he reemerged and sold Yeezys and was Balenciaga. So I think he, I think it could happen again. The last guy I have on our list is who, Jason? Well, Elon Musk. Yeah, a- and it's hard to it's hard to quibble with having Elon Musk as the number one person of 2022. Uh, a newsmaker, with the exception of Kanye, I think probably created the most news, um, both positive and negative. His Tesla cars, uh, you know, people poop on Elon Musk all the time. The Tesla, they're selling more units than ever before. Uh, it's it's still a juggernaut in the automotive industry. The technologies that he has created are have revolutionized the industry. Every other car company is still trying desperately to catch what. what but this what, year's what not about gone. Tesla. What's this but year this about? This year is all about Twitter. The acquisition of the, Twitter. The acquisition of Twitter. So Elon Musk obviously puts up this this almost on a lark forty four billion dollars, vastly overpaying, overvaluing what Twitter is worth. Uh, then wants to back out of it. Twitter says not so fast. Um, there's threatened litigation, uh, and ultimately Elon Musk caves and acquires Twitter for $44 billion. A company that's maybe worth less than $20 billion. Yes. And knows he overpaid and has publicly said he no, overpaid, but right. loves Twitter. The ultimate uh, uh, hubris, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think the reason I put him number one, and look, you can uh, you can debate Kanye and Elon in some sense, but Elon Musk, had, to me, has positioned himself as the guy who drives headlines akin to Donald Trump, just always anything he says, Kanye still has to be erratic and say outlandish things to sort of dominate the news. Elon Musk, just his mere presence. He talks about Dogecoin, Dogecoin goes up. Uh, he buys Twitter. Whatever he says on Twitter is a massive. And news by the story. way, buying buying Twitter drove that stock price for a long time. So yes. people tried to capitalize on that. Drive. I sure did. Didn't, didn't actually <laughs> execute on it, but I had a great theory. Um, but do, do you do you agree with that? He sort of occupies this Trumpian role now where not not his politics necessarily, but that what he says is immediately an object of fascination. Trump had that position for a while. Let me tell you where I agree with you and where I disagree with you. I agree with everything you just said, that he has this ability to move markets. He has this, this fascination with him. The things he say he says really do impact people, their finances, yes. their, their way they think about things. He's exceptionally bright. And over the last... You know, he he and Steve Jobs are the great futurists and technologists of the last 50 years. Really yes. incredible. That said, I think that we're in a little bit of a bubble in that we talk about him as much as we do. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think Kanye and Taylor Swift are talked about by all 360 million Americans on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Huge exaggeration, hyperbole there, but you get my point. Elon Musk is talked about by a much smaller swath of, of people. You and I love these kinds of things. You yeah. and I dive deep into Elon sure. Musk. I just don't think he has the resonance with uh, with with Joe America that that uh, the others have. I think that's... I think that's uh, 
quite true. I think what you're saying is, is you know, people, the name Kanye West, the name Taylor Swift, Johnny Depp, Rihanna, these are bigger names, but it's remarkable to see a CEO sort of cross into their world as much as Elon has. Now, I don't think he's as big as them, but I don't think we've ever seen... There have been superstar CEOs in the past. Steve Jobs is probably yeah. another name that sort yeah. of, but he didn't cross over to no. pop culture. He was sort of a figure in a black turtleneck, but people didn't think about his life or his personal life in the same ways. Elon Musk, we've been fascinated with Grimes. He he sort of is in pop culture as yeah. well as a business titan. Uh, Jeff, Be- going- I, I compare him to Jeff Bezos, who is trying to do this, yes. but never able to occupy the same level of attention notwithstanding his yeah. best efforts to fly fly into space yeah. have a have a, a girlfriend who's sort of flashy right. he You're can't right. uh, you know sort of achieve what Elon has achieved yeah uh in my yeah, mind. it goes back to almost Lindbergh kind of kind of thing yes. or, or, you know, these people who have crossed over from the from this you know the hierarchy of wealth into a, into a pop culture where everybody knows who they are talks about them it's sort of fascinating, right? It's really fascinating. I, I, I also think like he's... So if this was the list of the most fascinating people of 2022, <laughs> I think maybe you'd get that. I know. Our but... criteria has changed. We should have <laughs> gone with the criteria at top because we've changed it for each person right. on our list, but this has been a lot of fun. All right, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks for joining us on the podcast in 2022. We love having you here. and uh, Happy we'll New Year. S- well, Happy New Year. We'll see you next year. 